coming to you live from the village hidden deep in the Nazi allegory. I'm uh, this is Bokuno podcast. I'm your host Nick here in the studio with Kenji and Happy New Year I, everybody. I suppose this year could be interpreted as happy for some people. It's it's not for me though because we're having a bye week in Attack on Titan. No episode this week. So all we can do is ponder on the episodes that we've had and just stare and lock ourselves in our rooms so this episode's full of spoilers for attack on titan season four episodes two through four so we get uh got ourselves a reiner mini arc going on here i think this is this is uh this is a long time coming and i wasn't expecting it you know you weren't no i wasn't expecting them to like really flesh out like Reiner's like past like the way they did you know although I hear from like uh the comments I see and stuff that like uh, well they they, I I just hear people are so disappointed at the fact that like they left so much out or whatever I have no idea what they're talking about you know because uh hey I didn't I didn't read that they said that they left out the shot of Pike's ass from the manga, and then that showed up in the next episode. The four-legged, yeah, thing. Okay. Everyone was complaining. They were like, they left out Eldia's ass, bro. And then you see it, and the, so there's a chance some of this stuff may come up. I don't think has Mappa ever showed a tit. I don't think a little so. bit of chest action. <laughs> nothing. That's what you call tits, chest action. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and like. The, we can call butt cheeks like rear guard action. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a bumper action. <laughs> you know, any like chair action going on. <laughs> chair action? Chair action. <laughs> Cart action. Wagon. The wagon titan. The what? <laughs> It's a Titan with a hitch. It's a Titan with a huge ass. <laughs> oh, the big rack Titan. Yeah. Yeah, a Titan that had impl- got a, a Brazilian butt lift right before it got hit with the juice. You know, they call it the Badonkadonk Titan in, uh, in the, the hood. I, I don't know how shame. I don't know if it's good or bad how horny the fan base is for Pike. But I don't. I, they're rabid, bro. They're really. Frothing. They are. Frothing. I want to see that froth. Everyone's saying she's. Is it Pike or Peak? Everyone's saying she's Peak form. No, I think she's. No, she's Peak. And the guy that uh, caught her is named Pike? No, that's um, Poco. Porco. Oh, yeah. Porco. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think it's Peak. Ah, they're horny for Peak. Yeah. They're all. <laughs> She's weird, dude. She's, she, she's, she's on got, body pillows across the country. I can't, dude. That's nightmare fuel. I like it that she crawls on all fours. It's that cool. she can't go back. It's cool and all. Oh, is that what is that what the price is for becoming inheriting the four legged titan? Apparently, the cart power. titan is got the most endurance of any of the titans because they say that Peak was in Titan form for. Two and a half months? Oh, wow. Yeah, you didn't catch that? No, I didn't. Yeah, she was in her Titan form when... 
I enjoy Peak as a character. Uh, I guess we're through episodes two through four. We're getting all this Reiner backstory, and what's really interesting, not just from Peak, is the frustration of not just the Marlians but the other Eldians. Reiner. Despite all of his troubles, despite all of his tribulations, despite all the fact that Mikasa cut his damn hand off, you know, if I get my, if I get a limb cut off, I'm expecting to go back to my country with a little bit of respect, a little bit of clout. And Peak is just like, I had to fucking rescue you. I had to come in and fix the problem that you all were supposed to solve. Zeke and I were never supposed to have to go there. And it's unbelievable. And, and she's not mean about it. She's not really, like, drilling them about it. But you can tell that Peak is very much upset about the performance of Annie, Reiner, Berthold, and uh, Marcel. Well, the mission failed. The they, mission failed. They, they, didn't, they didn't get the find, founding Titan. Yeah, and she's still salty about it. You're, you're, I bet, like, the whole... Like, everybody is salty about it. Like, remember when uh, the scene where Reiner, like, suggested... Like a different strategy when they're planning out like how to infiltrate like the uh, the Paradisians, and then the commander was like, "No, we can't do that. I I should I never should have let an Eldian speak <laughs> like you, an Eldian like you, you know. Like I thought he would be a war hero kind of, you know, and he's not treated the way I thought he would be. He's no. not respected at all. Yeah." Well, so Reiner, there's a lot of interesting things at play here. When you learn that Zeke, when you learn that Zeke and Reiner are already, you know, they're already honorary Marlians by being the warriors who hold the Titans. Mm -hmm. So then that introduces the fact that Falco, Colt, and Gabby are all in some capacity, they're all Reiner's like cousins, correct? Mm, yes. Colt, Gabby is Reiner's cousin, and Falco and Colt are brothers. I'm not sure if Falco and Colt are related to Reiner at all. I don't think they are. Yeah, they might not be. But here's the crazy thing that you don't realize first time watching. Because Gabby is related to Reiner, she's already an honorary Marleyan because Reiner is the armored titan. The fact that Gabby is sacrificing herself for the cause is entirely unnecessary. Right. That's why Reiner is so kind of torn up about it. He's like, he's like, I tried so hard to protect my family from this hellish reality. And then my favorite cousin goes and offers herself up to it joyfully. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, and I say, that's why Zeke was... When Zeke became the Beast Titan, say what you will about the the Jaegers or the the Grease. Is that it? The Grease family. It's a Zeke Greaser, right? What's what's Zeke's last name? I it's I thought it was G R I C E, but I think I might be messing this up. But Zeke's grandparents were so happy when Zeke became the Beast Titan. Because it meant that the grandparents were now honorary Marleyans, and it meant that the family was now Marleyans going forward. Yeah. So he Zeke saved his whole family. And Reiner His last name is Jaeger. Okay, so Zeke his last name is Jaeger? Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of his uh 
I I don't know. I think I'm thinking of his mom's maiden name or some dumb shit. Then yeah, but there is a name like that though. Greek, like Greeks. Greece. Gresses. Greeses. I don't know. There's the Fritz, the Rices, the Grishes. Grishes. Gr- there's Grisha, but then there's like a Greece name somewhere would, in the equation. Yeah. Yeah, we're spending too much time on this. The point is. The honorary Marleyan aspect of all of this warrior nonsense is is very important. The fact that Colt and Falco, that might also explain why Falco doesn't, Falco are, doesn't conceivably need to be here either. He's here because he performed very well. At least but, not yet. But Colt becoming the honorary Beast Titan elect saves his family from military duty. There's no more... No, Colt's family doesn't need to participate in the military. They get the red band, right? right. And the, if you get the yellow band, you can get shit openly talked to you. Right. If you've got the blue You're band... Worthless. If you've got the blue band, people are super mean to you. And if you've got the gray band, you can get literally killed in the streets at no consequence, like Grisha's sister. Right. And so these are a bunch of blue bands and yellow bands hanging out with red band Reiner and Colts and Falco or Falco's already a red band by being Colt's brother. Right. That's why like he's uh, so disaffected from all this bullshit. That's what that's what pisses off Gabby. The fact that he's like trying harder to become the armored titan. Like, just, like, gets on our nerves alone because, like, it's a kind of like a waste, you know? It's like your family is already redeemed. It's like you're doing this for no reason. It's like I have, I have, my, I, I have a family to redeem as well, you know what I mean? This is all insane. It's all, it's very fucked okay, up. Okay, it's Falco's last name is Greece. Okay. So, so Falco and Colt are the Greece family. But yeah, this whole honorary Marleyan thing, that's so, it's such a like, it's such an off the cuff thing that as soon as you think about it, you're like, oh, this is like driving everything that's happening. This is like if the Nazis won, dude, like it's like undo yourself. (laughs) It's like if you want to undo yourself, you got to help us finish off the Japanese. <laughs> you know, yeah, but the, this is almost like the Indian caste system as well, though. Like you see, people want to talk shit to Zeke. You see moments when people have to bite their tongues because they're like, "Damn, I was about to talk shit to that guy, but then I saw that he had the red band on his arm." Yeah, it's a big deal to be free to like allow your entire family to be rid of that nonsense. Well, that's why, like. You want to know what my favorite scene is out of this whole season so far? What? Is when they play back Reiner, what was going through Reiner's mind, uh, Reiner's perspective when he's smashing uh, the wall. Okay. Remember that? Where he was just looking back and he's like, he's like, I did this all for my family. He's like, I'm here because I I wanted to redeem my parents, you know? (laughs) And it's like, but they don't give a shit. I did it for nothing. This is all for nothing. You know, he's like, my dad is a Marleyan who's ashamed that he got an Eldian woman pregnant. Right. And so he's just like, so he's like, I don't know anything yet. Like he's just, you know, and he's just like, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing is what was going through his head. 
you know? And season one, Reiner is so confident. He's calling shots and he's listening. Berthold's like, I guess so, Reiner. And then we see, we peel back the curtain and Reiner's entire life is just catching shit at every turn. He has never had the dub ever. He's never caught a break. Ever in a single goddamn time, even his highest moments were actually tragic failures. His heroic deeds were actually seditious acts of traitorism. His his moments of compassion were him weakly failing his mission and being incapable of sealing the deal. And and his moments of brutality only served to bolster and harden the enemy. This he is has why failed at every single level as a man. This is why this show is so fucking good is because like you think you know what the stakes are, you know, back when we saw Reiner just tell Aaron at the at the wall like, you know, just come with us. <laughs> just come on. He's like he's come like on, just, man. Just I'm just going to tell it to you straight right here. Just the Reiner's mom there with her red band. Just calmly, just go, let's get away and talk, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you think you know the stakes then, but it's like, now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, he, <laughs> like his a- whole life, like, depended on that, you know? Like, <laughs> everything he's worked for led up to that. Yeah, I wonder who has endured between between what like Aaron or like yeah, I just I wonder who's had it worse, who's had it more rough. But we get a lot of inside looks at Marley during these episodes. We see the uh, the PTSD victims. We see the uh, we see the uh, camps, the ghettos that the Eldians have to stay in. We get this amazing shot of Reiner with his family at dinner. And this is another chef's kiss dialogue moment where Isayama is showing a group of people of varying levels of having drank the Kool-Aid on all this propaganda. Mm-hmm. They're there. To, these people who have never even seen the ocean are all there talking about, yeah, you know, I hear that the people on that island have like cloved hooves for feet. And little horns, and I hear they drink baby's blood. It's like North Korean level of like manipulation, you know? Yeah, it's like they have no morality. I hear the women on that island, when they're hungry, if they don't have food available, they'll just eat their children. They just don't care. And I always wondered that. In, through this, throughout this entire season, is like you know, I see how they talk about the Paradisians, and I wonder like if they if they could just see what happened, if they could just see what Reiner did, you know, <laughs> if they could just see like what their own military made their own children do, and, and Reiner it, gives this, it's like, would they still be for the cause? Would they still sadistically be like, yes, like kill those devils? You know, I, I have to assume that they would be just because, dude, we get it. We, we got episode one. We get Falco and Colt saving a Middle Easterner. And what does he say? He says, get your hands off me, filthy devils. This stuff's ingrained. This is generational. Reiner's even there. And he gives this amazing speech to his family explaining. It's to Gabby's family, too, right? 
Yeah, it's like a Thanksgiving. It's like a congratulations, the war is over celebration dinner. And Reiner is the the people are like, you're the only person who's ever encountered a Paradisian devil. What what do you know about them? And he just you get this this tense music stab. And Reiner starts to explain the story of how Sasha stole a potato from him with bone-chilling seriousness, saying the Paradisians, they can't, they're incapable of thinking about anyone other than themselves. They're beings of pure selfishness, greed, and malice. One time, one of them stole a potato from me, and when I asked her for a bite of it, she said there wasn't enough for anyone else, even though there was enough. She just wanted all of it. And it's like the meanest thing he can think of. And that's, yeah, nothing close to the truth either. You know? Like, Reiner <laughs> didn't need, like... Like <laughs> they're all well no, fed. So, so, it's it's the it's the word. He's not gonna say like I remember getting bitten in half. <laughs> he had like wholesome moments with Sasha, you know. Yeah, he, he can't talk to the people about like. Well, I remember having to like help mothers find their children after they'd been eaten by titans, and the 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 tragedy and the fear in their eyes and the people wondering why their lives are this tragic and hoping not even associating this attack on their livelihoods with an enemy or a force that needed to be stopped but just the bizarre terror of feeling like you're being assaulted by a force of nature yeah and that dinner table scene was also supposed to like expose kind of like how young gabby is you know, she's all like, yeah, I'm going to inherit. I'm going to be the next warrior and I'm going to bring victory back. You know, after all that Reiner sacrificed, you know. And yeah, Gabby, if everyone else is drinking the Kool-Aid, Gabby is shooting it up right into her, right between her toes. <laughs> right. And it's like looking back, they also depict how like, uh, you know, they almost like turn back like be like at the beginning of the mission, you know, with Annie and uh, what was it? Marcel. Uh, Marcel. Bertold. And Bertold and Reiner. Yeah. And they're almost like, well, we. <laughs> who did they? They lost Marcel, right? Yes, Marcel. Yeah, was Marcel eaten gets by eaten by Ymir. So they're like, well, let's uh, let's turn back. Uh, we can't <laughs> we can't go any further. And then Reiner, you know, him, Annie and Reiner kind of have like a weird fight. Yeah, Almost Annie's or, just beating up Reiner. Yeah, she's mad she's just at him. stomping him out. Because he ruins just Soprano everything. style, <laughs> like just. <laughs> but we do, but cutting back to the future, we do get this that cool pass where you see that the reason Marcel got eaten is because Reiner was gonna get eaten by Ymir, and that and they were. You say, why didn't they just activate their Titan powers? Why didn't they? That was like one of the most common questions people asked is like, if, why didn't these warriors kill Ymir with their Titan powers? And the fact is, they were fucking kids. Right. <laughs> it was their first mission. It was their first time out on their own. And the they mission, were caught off guard. The mission was questionable from the outset. It was Annie wanted to turn back five minutes start, into the yeah. mission. She was like, this is, no, we have improper information. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing out here. I don't even know exactly why we're out here, you know? We're just supposed to bring back some person. And we get all of this cool setup stuff now. I, 
I think it's amazing that even still in a t- season four, the show's got me like drawing conspiracy theories. But Zeke insisting on all of the shifters having a private meeting. And it's also specifically the line that Zeke says to one of the uh to one of his councilmen or whatever, where he says once someone, once you, once Falco inherits, or not Falco, I keep mixing them up. Once Colt inherits all of my memories, everything will make sense. And that line, to me, just opened up such a possibility that Zeke is possibly. I cannot be convinced Zeke or Reiner or both are not going to double cross Marley at this point. I like just can't. You think Zeke could still be turned? I don't. Time is time doesn't make sense in this show anymore. As when Zeke. All right. Um. What, what's her name? Uh, Historia's older sister, Frida. Frida Rise. She shows us that the memories. Every time someone inherits the Founding Titan's memory, there's some nugget of wisdom in the Founding Titan's memory that, like, changes who you are as a person fundamentally. It, like, you unlock the hypercube. You can, like, see into the fifth dimension. Something about the Founding Titan's memories completely alters you, but it didn't alter Aaron. But then we know that... The Beast Titan, Zeke wasn't raised with, like, all of the the Rise family Titan knowledge, you know? Zeke wasn't trotted down into the Crystal Cave or whatever. Or maybe he was. Maybe Marley's got something like that, and we haven't seen it yet. But for Zeke to know that your memories get transferred when you eat someone, when you have the whole shifter thing occur, then you think, okay, so Marcel's memories got transferred to Ymir, who then willfully went back to Marley, knowing that she was going to be eaten. There's so much, there's so, and then you, cutting all the way back to season three, when the owl makes note of Armin and Mikasa before they're even born. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the owl's like, we've got to do this, Grisha. We got to do this to save Armin Mikasa and everyone else. I'm completely open to the idea that somehow Zeke received a plan in his memories from the past, from the future, and he's a part of it. And all of this suffering is somehow gonna <laughs> add up to something. I I don't know if Reiner. I think Reiner might be turned into turning against Marley. And I think there's a chance that Zeke was planning on turning against Marley the entire time. Mm. That's my, you know, these are conspiracies. That's super far And I'm very but... anime only. I haven't read any of the manga, so. Okay, that's a, that's a cool one to snipe. You know? I'm just saying. If I... it happens, that's a cool one to. That's how I, I just feel. Did, but... They, they, no, they, Zeke is the great, one of the greatest villains. The Beast Titan is one of the most ominous looking characters I've ever seen. So you just want the Beast Titan to be a guy who loves the country of Marley and turned in his parents and ruined lives. Yeah, because he loves his grandparents more. He threw horses at Eldians just for fun. And you want. It looks like it. I mean, that's. He's like not. You know, he doesn't feel bad at all for killing all those people with shredded up rocks. 
his own people, for that matter. Yeah, but hey. All right, so that gets into the grand. I don't want to get it. So the episode ends with episode two, or episode three ends with them making mention of the Tibers. Right. Which are then brought in in episode four. And not to get into what happens in episode four, but the Tibers introduce the idea that in this grand conspiracy of all of this nonsense going on, you mean to tell me that the richest family, the Rockefeller, not even the Rockefellers, the uh, the Koch family of this era are Eldians? <laughs> The, the richest family alive in a world that hates Eldians, the most powerful, the Bilderbergers. <laughs> Wait, the t- you're talking about the Tibbers? The, the Tibbers are Eldians. I thought they were Marley. Mar- Marley. How, how can they hold the Warhammer Titan? Oh, yeah. They're right, all right. Eldians. The most right. powerful politically. It's the, just crazy because they fought. Like they're proud, almost like super proud for fighting for the Marleyans. That's you know? what makes it crazy is that the most powerful family in the Middle East and in Marley is an Eldian family that every Marleyan is like, dude, those fucking Tibers, like, they're have royal. You, they're great. Like, oh my God, the wife It's is almost beautiful. like they're consulting like another country. It's, almost, you know, it's, like they're completely separate from the military. It's interesting. Yeah, this is the, I believe the, I don't know who these are supposed to be. If not, like, what is that family? Uh, they're not the, the Bilderbergers and it's not the uh, it's not the Cokes. That one family that everyone says no one knows how much money they have. The, the Rothschilds, the Rothschilds. I feel like the Tibers are yeah. definitely meant to be a Rothschild analogous, where it's like, yeah, no, they tell the president what's up. Yeah, and they, they're, like, be, yeah. they're the one. They're when Nazi Germany strings, was yeah. happening, it's like, I, I, if you were a Rothschild and a Jew, you were still. It's like, oh, listen, that guy's a billionaire. We can't. They're like so influential. I You're, mean, I don't know if we'll, are we already getting into episode four? Well, it feels I, like we are. Well, I'm just talking about the overall. <laughs> The overall cast system is so bizarre that Eldians run. The, the war effort on Eldians has been perpetrated by Eldians all the way up and all the way down. It is Eldians killing Eldians for the sake of advancing Eldian interests with some Marleans hanging around, like just being along for the ride. It was like every ethnicity. It's insane. You know? I I have to see how these Tibers got into this position because the Warhammer Titan seems to be the only one that is respected and not feared. Right. We don't even know what it does yet. To me, I thought they were hinting that it could fly. Uh, I I thought that that was a joke. I guess we have to. Remain I took it as like, oh, this thing could fly. They need, <laughs> you know. But. Did you interpret Zeke wanting the secret meeting as we're going to impress the Marleans with what we're about to do? Or I want a secret meeting because I don't want uh, (laughs) I I, because this is 
this is a big evil plan. <laughs> oh, the evil plan all the way. But what's evil for Zeke? He's only got one more year to live, which is another tense point that they've added. They're now. like they're Zeke's like trying. They're like trying to like do another like. They're trying to like. They you could tell Zeke and Reiner out of any 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 of those characters that they want to like redo. They want a second chance. You know, they want to redeem themselves so bad because their big mission failed, you know? I guess it's weird that Zeke feels a partial responsibility because I guess Zeke and Peak were supposed to perhaps capture Eren during the rescue mission. But they've, yeah, they've all failed. They've all messed up. And they're all short for the... I guess there's also the finality of the fact that they won't get another shot at this. Zeke's going to die next year. Um, Reiner's going to die a few years after. Reiner, if it's been nine years since the infiltration plan, that means Reiner has at the most four years left of life. And that means Aaron's got five years left. Armin then would have... Maybe six to seven. Uh, Armin would have three more years than Aaron... Because Armin got his at the end. It's it's what? How many years? It's like, what, two years between episode one and episode 58? Right before the time skip? Armin's had the Titan the for... Five, I believe to Armin's got eight years left. He's had his Titan for five years. At he's, the, he's the uh, latest one. He's the youngest. Inherit, yeah. And yeah, Armin's had his for five years. So every one of these people feels like... I'm not going to get another shot at the big leagues. I'm going to die soon. Why not try to go out in a blaze of glory, I guess? <clears throat> yeah. We get all this funny backstory between Pock and Marcel, where we learn that <laughs> Marcel allowed... Uh, he He basically wanted to spare his brother... From the death, we find we learned that Marcel was the one that wanted to was the least loyal to Marley of this round of warriors. It seems almost cyclical that you've got one who's gung ho, one who's tenuous about it, and then two that are just kind of nervously along for the ride. Yeah, they're not even sure what they're doing, but they're just kids, is what they're trying to depict is like. They, they like, you want to go kill all the devils across the water? It's like, I don't know, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and my, and my, my mommy and daddy will be free? And it's like, yeah. You'll get extra cheese on your macaroni. It's just so cruel. It's, it's so damn cruel. Yeah. So we get Falco, learn that he's been helping out this guy down at the PTSD camp, a man named Kruger. What were your first thoughts about this guy? I thought this guy was going to be significant just because I... The the boar that Sasha killed in episode 30 to eat, Mm -hmm. I've got like a a flow chart ready for him to come back into the picture. (laughs) You know, I'm just... For this series, I'm ready. (laughs) I am always vigilant. I am always ready in a way that I'm not... He is so suspicious that it just comes out of nowhere, just suddenly reveals the fact that he's been talking to Falco. Well, it's when they introduce him the second time 
in the episode uh, three because the first time that you see him, it does just feel like, oh, this guy, he could be a one-off. They do they do the head fake of introducing like two or three one-offs, and you notice that. <laughs> I almost want to say. The first time they show the people with PTSD freaking out when they hear like a cannon shell or no, someone throws a, a Marley and throws a firecracker at them. Mm-hmm. The first guy that they show freaking out to the firecrackers who's blind entirely. I feel like if we're just jumping into the spoiler here, he looks more like the Kruger reveal than I th- than Kruger does. Yeah, I see your point. You know the guy I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I was like, all right, <laughs> when I saw him. But they show a lot. Of, I didn't make the leap that this guy could be our guy. I was like, this guy could be a spy. When he said, I'm sending a letter, sending a letter is like, all right, come on, man. That's a big tip. Just off. The more I heard his voice and the, and by episode four, um, at the beginning of episode four, really, I had that hunch. You know? yeah, but what makes us both idiots is that we didn't realize that Kruger was the name of the owl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in reality, when he's like, my name's Kruger, it's like right there, baby, right there. If you're smart, if you've got your head nodding your ass, it was, it was out there the entire time. But <laughs> here we are, drawn conclusions, jumping. Ooh, who could it be? But... I really, really enjoy what they do with him. I love I love all of the humanity that we're getting. We're getting how these are all people that are just scared and trying to figure it out. I love that you get to meet um, Grandpa Jaeger. Yeah. And he... <laughs> And in his in his attempt to treat PTSD, he reveals that he has PTSD. <laughs> he's like sits down and he's like, "Watch out now! You don't want to say something that might make you go crazy." <laughs> I thought it was the like to me. It's kind of fucked up, but is it fucked up that that's like the funniest scene to me? That, that like, he's <laughs> explaining to Aaron that he. <laughs> That everything is his fault. That everything is you know? his fault, and he regrets nothing more. That he's like, both my children are dead. One was turned into a titan, and one was killed by dogs. And then he just loses his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes the mask. Yeah, and then the nurses come, and it's like, oh, it happened again. <laughs> oh, oh, we've got it. What did he shutter island on you? <laughs> That's what he did. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Oh, of. we got him. He shut her eye. Oh, looks like he's directed by Scorsese again. He was the patient the whole time. Oh, looks like Leonardo DiCaprio's gonna shut her island again. <laughs> I loved it. I love so much of this. I want to focus for a minute on the train scene with Falco and Reiner. Where Falco expresses his discontent at the idea. He's like, yeah, I guess. Reiner basically says to Falco, almost as a bait question. He's like, so you're looking forward to dying for your country, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Falco's like, I mean, yeah, sure. Like, 
I'm sure anyone would feel honored to no, this is stupid. And Reiner's like, what did you just say? I don't make me have to kill your whole family. Do you want your whole family to be turned into Titan weapons? Cause I'll do that. And that is the, that is the meanest spirited thing I've ever heard anyone say in an anime. <laughs> I'm going to turn your whole family into Titan weapons. It's just like North Korea. Dude. It's like, I will there. It's just a, a society of rats. It's and, just a group of people that are willing to do anything to get up on the caste system. <laughs> you know? and he's telling a kid this, too. He's like, I'll destroy you. And at the same time, you, I'm like, is Reiner going to recruit Falco for his devious little plot? And I, and I also have a feeling that uh, Gabby is not going to become the Armored Titan. I have like a little... Uh, lovey-dovey feeling in my heart that she's not going to get it. Yep. It's going to eat her up inside. And I hope she doesn't because I don't, I don't, I don't really like her to be honest. You don't like Gabby? She's, she's arrogant. She's, she's she's rambunctious. She's a try hard. Um, she's mean. She's a bully. And, you know, and she thinks, and she thinks, and she thinks she's hot or whatever. She just constantly is like, yeah, I don't need any of you. I got the looks. I got the, like, stop trying to be a Chad. All right. Like, the, this world is too bleak for this shit right now, Gabby. Like, we don't need this. You don't need to just put everybody, your, your whole team down so that you could just get a little ahead. You know? I, 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 I don't know. She always, she, she's been ticking me this whole season. And I hope she doesn't get what she wants. I'm worried we're going to get... I hope Falco becomes the Armored Titan. I know that it's fucking me up, but I hope Gabby doesn't get like brutally killed in front of Falco or something. That's my big worry. I think Falco's going to become the Armored Titan and he's going to turn on them Marleyans. No. That's my, yeah. I think he's... Because he's already close to... Well, well we haven't gotten to that yet, but... <laughs> Yeah, so we get this big festival that's being set up because as we established at the end of the first episode, technology's advancing a little bit too fast. We need to get the Tibers in here. We need to get the Warhammer Titan ready to talk to the other shifters so we can coordinate the plan for the final assault on parody. But first, we want to have a little festival to have all the countries come in and join our hands and say, Kumbaya, let's all turn our all of our guns on parody. You know, let's finish the fight. Let's blow up that halo. And it's very funny because they demonstrate the strength of the Tiber family. First, in the fact that the Tiber family hides and is allowed to hide who the Warhammer Titan is. They show up and he's like, it's one of us. There's like nine of us. Warhammer Titans in this room. So watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> and, and that's the, the, the respect that he commands. Is It's like, yeah. I, and they're like, are you, are you serious? The Warhammer Titans in this room? He's like, oh, yeah, it's definitely one of us. And if the Warhammer Titan is the father, that's going to be so disappointing, you know? Who is the father in that? The man with the long father. hair. Right. Main okay. man. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm like so suspicious that it's like one of the kids or some shit. Yeah, I one of the like the youngest. Kid yeah, or something like the baby maybe. No, not the baby, but like uh, 
you know, maybe the top one of the toddlers. And the uh, something crazy, like the Tiber family just like lets the child die. Like the youngest child in the Tiber family's life is basically always forfeit. Mm. And the wife just has another. Yeah, some really twisted, it, fucked up. I know that it's going to be something that I'm going to say, how did you think this up? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, like we always kill, we always have, tw- my wife always gives birth to twins, so we can always kill one of them or something. I had that exact same thought where I was like, I, that is a huge letdown if he's the one. You know, yeah. I hope or it, it'll be very funny if he's just always like, "Ooh, which one of us?" Is? <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That would be so. Yeah, Isayama would dunk on everyone. That would be the hey, you know, Berthold and I are the, the colossal in the arm. <laughs> it would be <laughs> if he's just like, "No, actually, I'm the fucking." Oh shit, is that? A, I'm actually the, the warmer. <laughs> just fucking around. I know. I'm actually. That is such a Key and Peele type <laughs> skit. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Like, we're under attack. All right, all right, all right. I'm the warrior. Right, right. <laughs> In case you guys didn't guess it. Like, come on now. You think I would give it to the kids, <laughs> honestly? But You think it was the maid? <laughs> but we have this Eldian man. Oh, can, you, can you pull up the Tiber family name? I can't remember. Like, they all have names. They all have names, and I don't want to just keep calling this man Head Tiber. But the Head Tiber shows up amidst all of the countries, and the leader of Marley tries to give a speech. The president of Marley starts talking, and it's very obvious that everyone doesn't give a shit what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, who is this man? What is he saying? He's clearly lying through his teeth. He's saying like... His name Will- is Willie, by the way. Will Tiber? Willie Tiber. Okay. They're all like, we need to unite against a common enemy and put our weapons aside. And you can see at, like hostility growing in the crowd. And then Willie Tiber, Billy Willie Tiber gets up there and he's like, people, people, I'm sorry. This is the president of Marley and he's um, a fat idiot. So I apologize for my fat idiot friend. He's just telling a joke. He's just telling a joke. Let me... <laughs> Let me explain to you what's really going on here. He hits the spoon against the glass, and everyone's like, ooh, ooh, look at how handsome. Everyone's like, woo. Everyone, like, applauded mm, women, him for interrupting that guy. People are, like, undoing the top buttons of their shirts and stuff. They're like, woo, Will Tiber's up there. I heard he's got $2 billion, and that's very sexy to me. <laughs> and, and he's like, listen, we've all, we're all sick of life being hard like this. How about we all agree to just stop, take a breather, relax. We just got done with a war. We don't got to kill anyone anymore. Let's all have fun, baby. And everyone's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> People are taking their shirts off and spinning them over their heads. It's uh, it, What this scene is here to illustrate is that it it is not purely power, I think, that the Tibers hold. It's not that these people in other countries fear the Tibers. It's not that they're like, ah, we hold the fucking Warhammer. Like, you go to the parody and it's like, well, why are the Rices in charge? And it's like, well, because it seems like shit happens to you if you try to push back on that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's like, why are the Tibers in charge? And it's like, I don't know. Will Tiber seems to be a very smart, successful man who makes a lot of money and a lot of good decisions. Women want him and men want to be him. Because <laughs> like, it sounds like they're they're like their family is like descendants of like war heroes. 
Well, they they helped turn the tide. Yeah, there's like a statue in their in the middle of their freaking house in their yard. So this is getting into that deep uh, Ymir Eldia ancient Reese family two thousand years ago lore that we only get. It's like sixty something episodes, and we've gotten like a handful of times have they actually reached back and told us. Like, a lot of season three threw people for a loop because it was like, hey, okay, so 1,800 years ago. But they come in and they tell us that there was a warrior named Helios, which is the name of the sun god, and he killed the the giant titan. I think it's just Helos. Helos? Yeah. Okay. But before there were the nine titans, there was, like, the one giganto titan. Or something. I might be getting the story wrong here, but he killed the original Titan, which allowed the people of Marley to be free from the Titans that had been ruling. I guess this is like King Freeze. It's like great, 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 great grandparent or something. Mm-hmm. Some member, the original member of the royal line. But yeah, Helos was the one who freed Marley from the Eldians after what they hundreds or thousands of years of oppression. Right. And somehow the Tibers are like related to him. Yeah. And they like they're like responsible. So they're the original Eldians to turn on the other Eldians. Right. Okay. And if it wasn't for them, then they wouldn't be where they're at. Where right. they are at now. The cost of uh, turning on your own is billions of dollars, apparently. <laughs> but that's what's interesting, is these people can tell an Eldian to not touch them in the heat of battle. They would rather die and not risk going to hell. And yet at the same time, everyone, not just in this country, but in what we seem to know of the world, because we get our first black. Woo, I've been talking about the first black man in Attack on Titan. I've been waiting. I've been talking since episode one. I'm like, when are we going to get it? When are we going to get it? What's going on inside those walls? Ow! (laughs) And what do we get? We get not one, but two black people just bippy bopping about. Yeah. Eating shrimp. And they're leaders. They're just hanging. We get a Japanese woman who's (laughs) who's kind. Which completely breaks all the mysticism around Mikasa. Yeah, she's this whole that whole meeting, that whole banquet kind of breaks the mystery. Where they're like, like now it's confirmed that n- not everybody's jumbled up in one like little thing where nobody knows where they're from. It's like there's nations. Yeah, this confirms that there's nations. There might be an America. There might be an Africa. Yeah, but there might be a red, white, and blue muscle cars. <laughs> Bald Eagle America in this universe. Or Africa. (laughs) You think we would allow this to go on? Hell no. There's apparently a Japan somewhere in this world. Yeah, but there's always a Japan in animes. It could be on like an alien planet in the seventh dimension. And they're like, and Japan's there. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm so excited to see what Japan's like (laughs) in this world. Oh, my God. What if it's horrible? No, it can't be. She's so nice, it can't be. Well, what what I've gathered is I have no reason to believe that life is good anywhere. It seems to be very 
very well i guess if you're a marley in in marley and you're not fighting in the wars you've got a pretty good life we've only been shown people whose lives have been fucked up by war well they got festivals man paradisians don't got that they don't got pizzas they don't got Japanese love their they festivals. don't got they don't got sandwiches and per, those Paradisians. Look, Remember I that scene? That, that was one of the greatest scenes in like that that episode, episode four, where it's like <laughs> where Gabby like walks up to her crew and she's like, "What's the situation?" <laughs> and then like it's just Falco and um, uh, well, Zofia. Mm-hmm. And um, Udo, yeah, Udo. yeah, Udo, and they're just all like, you know, just munching on ice cream, and they're like, "This is what this is. This is a festival. This is what's called a festival." And uh, she's like, "Holy shit!" And I'm she's aware like, "Put of this like, in your mouth," and they shove like ice cream in her mouth, and she just screams, and she's like, "Oh!" <laughs> they just lose their fucking minds. I'm aware that we have like Carnival in Brazil and you've got like, you know, Cinco de Mayo and stuff in May. You got festivals everywhere, but Jesus, do Japanese people love their festivals? Yeah, we got we got a big one. There's, we got like a bunch of them. There's festivals in everything. <laughs> even during wartime, even in an allegory for germ even for when you're an allegory for Poland, Nazi-occupied Poland and Germany. You're still going to have a paper lantern festival. By the ass end of every summer in Japan, we have like a month-long festival called the Amatsuri. And it's the, it's, the, it's the greatest. It's like a month long of just like fireworks. That man has a spike on the top of his helmet. And you're telling me that he has... He's like serving tonkatsu at a festival or whatever... It's the, I didn't know they were showing like Italian cuisine shit. Yeah, it's funny. I really enjoy though that they branched. They like always when this show branches out, it does it in a way that makes you like scratch a hole in your head. And to just see to for us to be dealing with. You're like, you know, that uh, Euro German, Germanic French, like stuff for so long i feel like the for food 50 some for 50 something episodes everyone that we've dealt with has been from a small patch of europe and yeah. then they're just like ah here's every race <laughs> yeah but it's like i feel like the food like hints at a lot of like you know clues to how the world is built you know because we saw pizza we saw sandwiches we saw what what else did we see in that in, in that whole food sequence. We saw mm, I don't know. I don't it's know. it's just a bunch of European food. But they uh, I guess and so I guess we can get into the uh the dunk. The dunk the, always the dunks with Isayama. You knew it was coming. So Reiner is like contemplating blowing his brains out, as you do. As you do as a warrior of Marley, you put a gun in your mouth often and you think about the bigger things. But Reiner's like, you know, maybe not today. Like maybe let me just wait until this festival. I've got these kids. I gotta save these kids. I love these kids, you know, they give me something to fucking do. <laughs> I've been teaching one of them karate. 
I've been teaching Falco karate after school. You know, it's just, it gives me something. I'm learning more from him than he's learning from me, really, when you think about it. He, like, sees himself in Falco. He sees himself in all of them. No. He sees these... He sees himself in all of them, I feel. And I bet you he gets flashbacks of, like... uh, Well, he does have flashbacks of the old crew back on Parody. One thing that I love is that Reiner and Zeke both have flashbacks of getting their asses whooped. Zeke wakes up out of a cold sweat in the middle of the night remembering Levi putting a beating on him. I think that's the first guy to ever, like, subdue him. I mean, regardless of... How you're fighting in war, you've taken some bullets or whatever. That's so different from he cut off my fingers, then he, he cut off my me, toes, he cut off my, my eyes, my eyes, and he sliced my arms off, and then he pulled me out and he sliced my arms off again. He put a knife in my mouth and twisted it. He Along started with slicing my, yeah. my arms off again. My arms started growing back. He sliced them off again. And he got to my nape and I couldn't like harden in time. Like I was in blinding pain for like a solid 20 minutes. And then <laughs> and then I couldn't even heal and then Peak had to carry me all the way back home in a barrel and I was just a bloody stump in a barrel for yeah. like a, like a one month boat ride or some shit, bro. It was wild. I'm fucked up now. I'm <laughs> fucked up now. I can't listen to fireworks go off, bro. I'm <laughs> fucked up now. And Reiner's the same way. He's like, dude, Mikasa put a sword in my neck, dude. That shit was weird. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have lived through that, but I live with it every day. <laughs> Just both of them. I, if I see, when you're surviving events that would kill people, not just hurt them, but actively kill them multiple times it's cool to see that reiner and zeke both don't get you say how do they sleep at night and it's like they don't they don't <laughs> and they do whether they deserve that sleep is up to you but they don't sleep well no but reiner's like put he takes he literally takes the gun out of his mouth and he's like you know i just gotta wait until after the festival with these kids and maybe we'll see what's going on and falco comes up to him and he's like reiner hey Hey buddy, hey, hey buddy, hey guy, I, uh, I, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a big? Uh, can you do me a solid one, guy? How about this? How about this, Ryan? How about you just follow me? Come, come here, come on, follow me. Yeah, I have to show you something. Gotta go show me. Gotta show you how to do this. You kick gotta flip. check this out. You gotta check out this kickflip. I gotta learn. I learned how to do. And a kick Zeke flip. was like, just yeah, sure, just let him, let him off. Yeah, just go. And so Reiner's going with Falco, and he's like, all right, here you go, and. We get this. Fuck you, Mappa. Fuck you for doing this as a post-credit scene, because those credits roll, and it's just Reiner being like, oh, "These kids, I love them. This one's eating too much ice cream. Looks like we're gonna have us a good festival. Maybe I won't kill myself." Credits roll, and then everyone, everyone before, in the before entire we move anime, on, like I honestly thought, like we almost like turned it off. Yeah. Cry, well, like, like, I was like, nothing really that crazy happened in this episode. This is the tamest, most political uh, Attack on Titan episode so far. And it still is. But, you know, for some reason, fate deemed it fit that we didn't turn it off. And Falco's like, hey, bro, how about you, uh, you know, this is Attack on Titan. So how about you uh, 
step into this basement and get your mind blown. That's kind of what we do. (laughs) 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 In case you didn't know, (laughs) Falco's like showing all his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) In case you didn't know, step into this basement, Reiner. And Reiner does. And we get like the best. We get like, it's been four years. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, oh. I called this shit. I called this shit from the beginning of the episode. It's like, that's fucking Aaron, man. Oh, I mean, the second time they show Kruger, it's like, all right, this guy's getting some screen time. And, I mean, like, and the way they drew his eyes and his voice is the same. <laughs> and like, the fact that each each page of this costs like $10,000. So why would you spend 10 grand showing me a guy who doesn't matter? <laughs> It's like, we're in the fourth season. I don't think you can really introduce characters at this point. I mean, we got nothing but new characters so far, but who knows? But yeah, so he goes in the basement and Aaron's like, I've been here for four years. And you know what I've learned is I'm exactly like you, Reiner. (laughs) And I don't like that. That's scary because Reiner killed a bunch of people. (laughs) Reiner and Aaron's like, "I'm, I'm just like you, bro. You lived with us for four years, and then you killed a bunch of us. I mean, now I'm now I'm speculating, but I don't know. But it is that's where when Aaron says I'm just like you, I took that as an I did not take that as an act of empathy. I took that as a like a warning shot of aggression. Yeah, like it's about to get very real in here, bro. Like he's about to just drop it on him, right? I. <laughs> And just like, <laughs> and Falco when, has no clue what he's doing. I don't think. I, I'm so hung up on the ending line of season three, where Aaron points across the sea and he's like, "If I kill all of those people, then my people can be free." He <laughs> says, "I just have to kill everyone on the other side of the ocean, and my people can be free." And, and now, that, <laughs> it's not that, I don't think it's going to be that simple. Man. I think Aaron, he was going to, when Aaron said in episode two, I will kill all the Titans. He didn't say, I'm going to kill most, or I'm going to avenge my mom. No, I'm going to kill the Titan that killed my mom. I'm going to kill all the Titans. In season three, he's like, oh, I just got to kill all of those people. Yeah, he just looked across an ocean was like, okay, I just... Step two now. <laughs> it's like, I just got to kill all those people. Because he's like, I don't know about you and yours, because I don't, but Reiner, I'm about me and mine. Mm-hmm. You feel? Yeah. And this is your festival. This is your party to ruin. <laughs> Aaron's like, I'm about to open the pit up. And, and, you know, and maybe, you know what? Maybe your Zeke theory makes more sense now, because Zeke was kind of like chalantly just like, yeah, go. And with all of the shifters, in theory, in some way, in some capacity, not even being a shifter because Falco has gotten memories of people sword fighting. Mm-hmm. Falco has seen the 3D maneuver gear in a when he bonked his head in episode one of season four. So you don't even have to be a shifter to be an Eldian who is connected. To all of this gobbledygook, it seems. Mm. And Aaron has like a uh, hallucination sort of in uh, well, in chapter one of the manga. The very first chapter of the manga, Aaron has like a mild like hallucination 
of the future, and that's well before he ever inherits the Attack Titan. That's when he's like six years old. Aaron has like, a, oh, yeah, he's in his genes, yeah. Well, I think it's just all Eldians. All of They're them. They're just all connected in some... Yeah, because Falco's way. not... He hasn't consumed shit, and he's dreaming about the 3D maneuver year, so it's got to be something like that. So. They revealed the poster, like a new poster for the finale. It's not any of the... It's the old crew. Mm. Just like the cover is just like... Is it like Mikasa. what they look like now, or what they look like No, they now? look different. Oh, I, I can't look at it then. No. I've I've been refusing any uh I saw it, it just popped up, man, on my feed. Yeah, you gotta watch out. But this is what I think this episode is the reason why they did that. It's cause they're like, Oh now we can now we can reveal that they're coming back. I mean they they're taking two weeks off. Or they're taking a week off, so episode five is gonna Maybe they're actually working on shit, you know? Maybe this isn't vacation for them. Maybe they're putting in more time in the later episodes. They better, or I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> well, I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it first. <laughs> I'll do it before you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I um, I guess is that I, I can't think of much else to say. I, I I'm just you know licking my lips in anticipation. There's a little bit of oh I forgot we forgot to mention the little bit of there's a little bit of romance maybe it's gonna come in later in the season between gabby and falco mm. i i don't there's no time. remember that scene where he's like i'm doing it for you bro if Aaron, he's like, i'm gonna become the titan for you and like gabby didn't get it if, they were like oh shit he's pouring his heart out for it and she didn't get it it kind of flew past her head it's not even if aaron and mikasa hook up if gene has not if if neither gene nor connie has tried to hook up with sasha yet i think that is a sign that there's just no time there's there just, is though there's just no time because, because uh remember with uh historia Oh yeah, they, yeah, no, they, 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 but that's because she had the secret Titan mind power. She secretly has control over all of them. Oh yeah, that's why I well, thought still, that scene was so like, great. They're like, I just want to take orders from her, and it's like, well, yeah, because she's got the bloodline that makes you want to take orders from her. Still, I think <laughs> that's a. It's a clear. It's a. It's a. She's the. For, only, it's foreshadowing clearly. I think she's that a, Falco has feelings for her. Because she was like, "Why are you like? This is pointless. Like, you, you know, your your family's already they're like 11, they're already honored. He's like you know? eleven years older, so he can't catch feels yet. This ain't Ponyo. Yeah, you can. What are you? This ain't Boku no Pico. This ain't, no, this so uh, did I hallucinate? Is that scene just not there? Nah, they're gay. It's just uh, whatever. What do you mean? They like, clearly foreshadowed. That he shit. Can't about her like Aaron cares about Mikasa, but they're never gonna do the dirty. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's like they're just trying to hint at some sort of like now Udo progression and Sophia. No, there's nothing there. What what scene? What what did I miss? What did you see? Hey, I just want it to happen. Bro. Was there like a final scene in like the third or second or first episode yeah, that I, I just I've skipped got some over? deleted scenes I've seen. <laughs> All right, shut up. Isayama sent them to me on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> He's like, here you go, Nick. But yeah, I guess 
we're just going to have to chew on our fingernails until the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's next weekend? Next Sunday at noon. Okay. And I guess until then, uh, we'll catch you all later.